This is the Andres Segovia Show. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the program. I am Andres, the Honest Broker, servicing Los Angeles and Orange County areas here in Southern California. On today's episode, I got a special one for you because I got a very special interviewee. And this was an, an episode I actually wanted to do some time ago, but uh, the schedule worked out to appear now. And it couldn't have come at a better time because this is a particular a transaction that I had that I needed to discover a service I did not know existed for my first VA buyer that I dealt with. And I was happy to get my VA buyer into his first home. Today, I'm interviewing Natalie Stewart. She's the president of FHA Review. FHA Review is a third-party submittal service for FHA and VA loans. So it was quite the experience to find a service that actually applies to my situation. But at first, I'm like, I don't know how this applies to me because I'm dealing with VA. Good thing is they do FHA and VA uh, submittal for approval. But without further ado, I want to dive right into this interview. It's been a long time coming. For those of you that have been subscribed since the very beginning, know I've talked about this story and I told you I was going to get to it. And here it is at last. My interview with Natalie Stewart, president of FHA Review. Natalie, thank you so much for joining me on the Underscope Show. And for this one, like I talked to you right before we started officially recording, um, I've been saving a, a story I'm going to tell for my audience. I've been kind of baiting them, uh, telling them, I'll tell you one day, but I didn't want to tell them without you being present because uh, you were instrumental in getting my first VA deal closed. And it was Great. through that experience that uh, I found a company like yours that I never knew this stuff existed. So for someone in real estate that might find themselves in a, in a position similar to what I found myself in, um, that's where I thought like, well, people need to know companies like these exist. So before we get any further with that, uh, please let the audience know who you are, what do you do, and, and, and the company you run. Hi, of course. My name is Natalie Stewart, and my company is FHA Review. We are a third-party submission service that specializes in the condominium certification processes for the FHA and VA. So we help people every day get condominium associations certified to allow FHA-insured mortgages and FHA uh, VA guaranteed loans to be used within the properties. So it's a, it's a unique niche. It's kind of a in between the HOA world and the lending real estate world, but it is very important. And we are helping people just like you every day that your story is, is what I hear every day from people. They find us and they are very excited. We are helping people solve their issues every day. Yeah. And, and that along comes a, a question that I never thought I'd come across why, what, and if you know these, uh, if you're, if you're able to answer this, yeah. what and why is a, is a building needing to be approved by the FHA or at least in the case, in my case, it was by the VA. Why does it need to be approved? Sure. Because um, both of those entities, FHA and VA are uh, guaranteeing a portion of the loan to the bank that gave them the mortgage so that if the buyer defaults, or the, the borrower defaults, then that portion of the loan will get paid back to the bank, from what I understand. I'm not a lender. So that's, yeah, um, they're guaranteed. So it's like private mortgage insurance, but it's actually um, either the VA or FHA, which are government um, sponsored agencies. They need this because um, after, well, they've always had FHA loans since I think it was the 30s and VA um, from there was a Veterans Act uh, a long time ago that gave the VA, the uh, veterans, the additional benefit of being able to have these low down payment loans as part of um, their service to the country. Mm -hmm. And they need to do this so that 
they do the certification so that the buyer, either the FHA buyer or the VA buyer is buying into a property that gives them the best and most, um, the best opportunity for successful home ownership. They don't want them to buy into a building that is in financial ruin, that is going mm. through large litigation that might potentially result in special assessments or a major increase in dues, or possibly there's mold or a, a situation that that borrower or that buyer is going to buy into a, a condo unit that they can't afford to maintain or afford to stay in. So then their option would be foreclosure, short sale, um, something of that nature. And they don't want that to happen for the agency as well as the borrower. Understood. And uh, in this case, um, what probably most uh, professionals uh, in real estate are more familiar with are the single family homes because the FHA goes out there and they do two inspections or two appraisals at least. And when they get out there, they'll tell you yay or nay. It's like, well, look, uh, get this thing resolved and then we'll approve it. Uh, When it comes to a building, I I guess that's where it's a little different because um, apparently, as I found out, there are such uh, things as websites, whether it's through HUD or, or through the VA department, that people can go look up to see if these buildings are approved. Um, so that was entirely new to me. And I believe it was, was it maybe 1995 or something? Uh, up until that point, that supposedly, if it was FHA approved, it was automatically VA approved, but it was changed where now they had to be separate approvals. Um, so I guess what used to be just on the FHA website it, it didn't apply if there was, if you're going for a VA loan, um, because it didn't automatically mean that. And uh, that's somewhere on the lines where uh, kind of the trail that I ended up following and I kind of anticipated I was going to follow that trail, um, but I was misled, which I'll get to, uh, to eventually uh, basically uh, coming across your services. Uh, but how long has a FHA review, if I can ask that question, how long has it been around and uh, how did it come about or where you, where you saw, you know what, there's a niche here and see a need, fill a need kind of thing. Sure. Um, and just to go back to what you just said, uh, it, this all kind of links together. The VA used to have a reciprocity agreement with FHA. That was up until about 2009. And they ended that reciprocity agreement because in 2008, FHA, in response to the housing crash, started Mm -hmm. rewriting their guidelines. Mm. And that's kind of where we came in as well. At that time, so a little bit about me. I am a uh, California um, girl, born and raised in California, went to Cal State Fullerton, graduated in 2001. Yeah, go Titans. And at that time... um, a big thing called 9-11 happened. Mm. And that was the summer after I'd graduated. At that time, I was working for a travel company, which could no longer support my entry-level PR Mm. services. And I was looking for a job, ended up at a general contractor that worked for HOAs. Mm. So I spent eight years as a salesperson in the Orange County, LA County, Inland Empire area, selling construction contracts landscape maintenance, basically anything exterior maintenance on homeowner associations. So that became my world for eight years. Uh, At that time, it says 2010, I decided to branch off a business partner and I started a third party marketing company. And as we were getting that off the ground, HUD changed their guidelines and it started causing a lot of problems Mm. in the condo world. 
my business partner was a community manager. So he came from the world of managing the communities. I came from the marketing aspect of working with the associations and the boards of directors. We had a client, a mutual client of ours, call us and say, we've got a, lend a realtor. She needs this done. They can't sell this unit. We need to figure something out. And it's going to cost a lot of money. Like, can you actually find me somebody who can do this? Because that's what we were doing at that time. Mm. And we, I didn't know anything about it. And I'm just the kind of person who dives in and does a lot of the research. So I looked into it and I thought, first off, I've never heard of anybody doing this. I've never even heard about this. And I read the guidelines, the, um, the HUD guidelines and looking at it, I thought, I, I know what this means. I feel like I can do this. And my business partner being a community manager definitely understood the guidelines and knew the documents they were looking for. And we kind of meshed it together and we told that client, you know, we can, we think we can do this. So we have mm. no idea what, it, like, what we're doing. And a month later we had it approved. Oh, so, good. yeah. And so I had a lot of contacts in the HOA world. I went out to them and I said, Hey, does anybody else need this? Like, are people talking about this? Is this real? And immediately a flood of emails said, absolutely. Yes. This is very important. We're getting calls every day because realtors didn't know what to do. Lenders didn't know what to do. There were a lot of scary clauses in there. There's a federal clause that says if you do submit wrong paperwork, you're liable for, you know, 30 years in prison or a million dollars in jail. So that scared the liability aspect. Yeah. So we basically started there and now we're nationwide and doing nice. about 25% of the approvals nationwide. That That's was awesome. 11 years ago. So... Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, it came out, it was born out of a need and it was the right timing and the right fit for, for my business partner and I, it's crazy. Like we, it, this is what we, um, we have been working, you know, 10 years plus in our careers and figured it out. Yeah. And, and that's awesome. Um, because it, the, st the stars aligned quite literally, uh, to, to help out in, uh, in my situation, which, uh, we're getting to, uh, yeah. there, uh, I had a, my goodness, I just, a question popped up. Yeah, there we go. What some people don't know is that, uh, you can get it approved, but apparently it has to be renewed, uh, when it comes to FHA, correct? Uh, the, the condominium has yeah. to be approved like every two years or so. It's actually every three years. In 2019, they changed it to every three years, which is huge oh, okay. um, for associations. It, it's, it's really quick again. Two years was super quick, but three years gives a little more breathing room to renew it. Mm. Um, and I, I don't know if there's any rumblings about if it, there might be any changes due to what happened in 2020 with um, seismic shifts happening everywhere. So uh, I know a lot of things are delayed. So No, maybe... and honestly, like this, there's... The, if you're referring to like COVID things of that nature, it takes like an act of Congress to get these changes made. They spent 10 years getting to the three years. So there's no grumblings, at least that I hear. And they don't tell you anything. They're, they're talking in an ivory tower in DC. We hear sometimes from clients that changes have been made and it's, it's always embarrassing, but it's, they don't, they put out whispers mm. when they release the information. Yeah. Bummer. That tends to be the case. It's one of those pork bills. Like, oh, let's just change something here and just throw it in yeah. there. Maybe, the, maybe they won't read the one thousand pages. But it's like, well, uh, so something always slips with through. The, um, with the housing crisis, like honestly, with affordability and the homelessness and things, condo certification and VA certification, FHA and VA, that's just not at the top of HUD's priority list. Mm. 
you know, they've got, they've got real issues to solve in, in a lot of places. And I don't think anybody's trying to figure out how to get individual owners into condos, make that process any easier, honestly. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, um, which is kind of segues uh, a good way into uh, yeah. the next stage. Uh, the, the whole timing of this, uh, I guess it more fits my theme as to why I want to invite FHA review. Cause some people are going to hear FHA review. Uh, Andres, you're doing a series about uh, bringing awareness to organizations or companies that can assist uh, veterans, especially cause it's, um, it's the time of Memorial day, uh, the time to at least thank those that served our country. If, in, in this case, when I came across FHA review, I'm like, how are they going to help me with VA? What's that got to do with anything? Uh, I was just told that they're separate. And sure enough, you, uh, there was a section on your website that uh, for those watching and listening, I'm going to be leaving um, uh, contacts and connections on your website. Uh, debatable at the show notes at Um But when I saw it, I said, oh, you know what? Maybe I can, I can check with them and see how they might be able to help me in my situation. So to... Take us back, because uh, it's been a while since we, we got acquainted. Um, what happened was I got uh, contacted by um, a veteran who also happens to work in the Veteran Affairs Department. And uh, he and I uh, were acquainted through a friend. And so we got along pretty well. We connected a lot with movies. We have very different perspectives on the directors that we like, but a mutual respect. And uh, that was a, a good starting point for us to connect. So he kept me in mind and tuned into my show. And uh, um, he, he called me one day and said, hey, look, uh, your last episode really spoke to me. I want to finally purchase my first property. And he was going to go through the VA. And he already had a lender he was working with and everything. Like, okay, great. So whenever I have a buyer coming with uh, their own lender, I already know I have to have my uh, my contingency plans in place because uh, it isn't the first time, nor will it be the last time that a, a buyer brought their own lender and I didn't close the deal with their lender. And, and in this case, it was through the Veteran Affairs Department. So I'm like, okay, then maybe this is someone I got to deal with. But the, the lender was in Florida. So we already had a three hour, um, hour difference in, we're not working in the same time zone. And whenever communication comes through to me, they're probably closed. So like, and by the time I hear back, it's not on time. And because of uh, the way it's structured and a lot of red tape, I couldn't just make a phone call. It had to be an email that had to somehow get to so-and-so to eventually get to me. Well, uh, I did get acquainted with the lender. Um, we got along pretty well. And they gave me direction about like, hey, look, we have a process. Uh, we, we don't approve everything. So you got to look for an approved building to make this happen. Um, so here's the website. Like, okay. I went to the website. It was HUD. It had FHA condos. But since they gave me the website, I'm like, hey, we'll see here. So as I did at my buyer's tour and everything, I'm looking through with my, with my buyer and like we found uh, a lot of these and we were really settling on watermark. Um, there were at least three listings that he liked there, different positions on that building. And when that came about, it's like, you know what? We saw all the other ones uh, around uh, like uh, Fountain Valley. For those of us here in Southern California and Orange County, uh, we would uh, Fountain Valley. Uh, we just kept coming back to Irvine. It's like, you know what? We like this. Let's go there near the freeways if you ever need to when he has to go to Los Angeles uh, on the 405 to report uh, physically to the to the office there. Um, so I'm like, all right, let's go check this place out. He liked it. It's great. Negotiated with the, with the seller on two of them. One of them said, all right, we can make this work. We'll work with VA. So, okay, great. And that's what we did. So the offer was submitted, turned the paperwork over to the VA. 
I think that was a Friday. And this is what I did. I'm the kind of guy that doesn't wait to the last moment. So I submitted the paperwork over to the VA on a Friday. I had, uh, this was like day three into opening escrow. I had already lined up the home inspection and a termite inspection, same weekend, took care, knocked it all out of the park just because of why am I going to wait? Let's just get this over with. Monday, hey, uh, I think the email came in like around four in the morning. It's like, hey, this building is not approved by the VA. It's like, well, my buyer just spent the money on the home inspection report. And I already got the, the, um, the termite company to have gone out there and uh, they checked it out and took care of what they need to take care of. It's like, okay. Uh, because uh, I was dealing with a veteran, um, there are veterans that uh, might experience uh, PTSD from uh, certain things. So th- uh, there's, there's vulnerabilities that um, agents that are probably not used to uh, handling uh, with individuals might not be entirely aware of why my soul might react that way or whatever. So in my case, I always have to keep in mind that uh, just anything uh, could trigger some kind of anxiety or something. And uh, I did, this, this did throw my, uh, my buyer into a panic. And I told him, hey, don't worry about it. I have contingency plans. This is not, this is not the end of the world. And if we have to cancel, you get your money back. It's okay. And we can um, move on to the next one. But now we know this thing is not uh, approved by the VA. But let me check to see what the process might be like. So I got in contact with the HOA at the watermark. Um, they gave me some direction. I, it could be because they do FHA. Like maybe we could get a VA approved. So yeah, but how long does it take? They didn't really have an answer for that. But they say they were willing to play. Like, okay. Then I told them, look, I can do the legwork to try to get everything figured out to see what we can do. But I just need you to be on board when the time comes to help me prepare to turn everything over to the VA. It's like, we're willing to do it. Let's just let's just see what happens. Um, and I actually condensed that part of the story because uh, I had to push them a bit. <laughs> um, they're like, well, we're not really going to push it through. FHA is one thing, but VA, whatever. And that's how I ended up going to Google and just looking up like VA approved condo process, whatever it was, the Google search. And that's how I came across uh, your website. And the first phone call I made, you picked up the phone. So little did I know, I was talking to the president of the FHA review. And secondly, I think if I recall correctly, you told me you were very familiar with the HOA out the watermark. Very familiar. Yeah, so First that, place I ever lived in Orange County. And I, I thought like, okay, so this is, uh, this is a sign from God that this is, this is someone <laughs> I can work with because what are the odds that I'm going to be so running? Crazy, into- right? yeah. yeah. I've lived in one condo building in Orange County and that was it. And that was it. And so like, yeah. and, and you, you uh, reassured me like the, the confidence in your voice was like, okay, I can get this done. I just need to know what to do. And you were providing me the answers. I think you got in touch too with, uh, I think there's a, a, I think it was a Kelly uh, Moss Kelsey. or something. Kelsey, Kelsey um, over at the watermark. Right. Um, so, and connected and it looked like, Hey, look, we can get it done. So then the, the big question was, how long does the process of approving a building even take? And I don't recall, what, what was your answer on that one? Like, especially for a VA. It was probably, I can't give you a hundred percent answer because it's so um, wildly different. Mm-hmm. It's going to be within probably one week to three weeks. Mm-hmm. I've had it go over the three weeks and I've had him honestly right now turned around in a couple of days. So at that, it's, it's insanely different. Um, but I generally say we can get it done within three weeks. 
and that, that you know, I, I wish I had a, a firmer answer, but I probably oh, of course. said that. No, and, and it was like, I know it tends to be on a case-by-case basis, uh, but I believe you had yeah. told me at the time it was, we can uh, look for an optimistic response within two to three weeks. And because of your experience, you can get it done. And because you were familiar with the place and said, this place, there's no reason why it shouldn't be VA approved. It's, yeah. it, it meets the criteria. So I'm like, here's from someone that actually lived there and knows what, uh, what it looks like on the ground, not just someone that lives out of the state and says, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this, it should be approved. Like yeah. you haven't seen it before. So like okay so yeah. i went i went back to the sellers after going back to my buyers like look i i think i get this done i just need to know if everybody else is going to be in play i got a third-party service that's willing to do the submittal process for the hoa at the watermark who happens to be on board i got in touch with my lender not the not your lender i said that you work with i got in touch with my lender i sent him everything that he needed he just needs you to provide everything else and give your consent and he can swoop in and say the deal like he did before yet again. Um, and I told him, I got everything. Let me just get the sellers. Like an hour later, the seller says, we're willing to wait because you took care of everything already. And we're still within the 45-day window to get the three weeks response. So they say they're game. Like so long as it doesn't go beyond um, uh, the, the, the escrow that we already agreed to. So like, great. I have everyone on board. So I just have my buyer would you like to go through the, uh, this process? Otherwise, we'll just go find an approved building because I know what it's like to be literally sitting in suspense because <laughs> everything else has already been approved. And guess what? I got the appraisal in the next week. So the appraisal was um, it was contingent on getting the building VA approved. So all we needed was the VA to come in and save this thing. Like just, it's approved. Let's go for it. So he said, yes. And we got every, everything was lined up and great. So I had to be prepared for um, the c- plan C. Plan C being that the VA does not approve this thing or doesn't approve it in time. And we got to look elsewhere in case the, the, the sellers also get upset. The three weeks went by and we still didn't hear anything back. And um, I think it was uh, Greg from your office uh, yeah. told me that, hey, look, um, you know what could help is if your, your veteran gets, uh, gives a call to the department and see where it is and maybe they can help nudge it into the queue to speed up. Like, oh, okay. And uh, when I told that to, to, to my buyer, the first thing I thought of was I'm going to get a call back from him in a panic. And sure enough, like an hour later, he's just uh, urgent, like, ah, crap. So then he would he would say telling me he was out of it he was out of his the, the building he, he was just so nervous it's like they haven't even received it like oh boy so that's kind of what I expected because what happens with bureaucracy <laughs> so I told him don't worry about it I'm gonna look into it find out what's up I expected this answer that nothing was being done on their side so let me get in contact with FHA and see what what can be done and and Greg got connected with uh with, with someone else um and that uh I think it was at the VA or something like that but uh I, I believe the VA is separated in terms of districts in which who handles what when it comes to loan yeah. processing I think this one was in Arizona so uh yeah. t- and so um, they were able to get in touch with someone over there. It's like, oh, yeah, look, it is here. Um, someone just didn't look right. And I think that was a Friday. By Monday, we had, we had the approval from the VA. And it was like, we got it done. It's like, we got it done. And it was because of how you guys swooped in to get it done. And I was reminded of, of, uh, of being able to, like, 
continue this process because there was one big thing that I purposely did not mention before. Because I talked about FHA needing to be renewed. Like now you say it's every three years. At the time it was every two years. And the watermark actually contacted me. It's like, hey, we need to renew. But yeah, but no. it's not me. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's FHA review. So that's when I, I forwarded everything over to your office and uh, it was taken care of. It was with Kelsey. But um, someone asked, hey, uh, do we also need to review the VA approval? And here's, I think, the big kicker. What is the difference between an FHA-approved building versus a VA approved? And that's, and, well, uh, I'm I guess. Sorry, what is the difference? Yeah, the, the difference between an FHA approval that needs to be approved like every two to three years versus uh, a building being VA approved. Um, well, the VA doesn't have to renew. It's a lifetime certification. It's a lifetime approval. So that's the, the difference um, in that question specifically. But the difference between the two is they're just two different entities. They look yeah. at two different criteria. And so they have two different qualifications. But yeah, as of right now, VA doesn't have to renew. Yeah, and that, that was literally the, um, the the answer I was looking for in that the VA is lifetime. And uh, yeah. we, we were kind of joking with the HOA over there. So um, I got this whole building for everybody approved. So <laughs> can I get a lifetime membership to the gym <laughs> here? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, we joked, but um, I wasn't actually laughing. So it's like, I, I find it kind of serious here, <laughs> but uh, it was uh, it was an incredible process uh, to, to experience and also learning because... Uh, I suspected there was something off about the website that uh, the the VA's lender sent me. It's like, I don't know. And you couldn't actually find yeah, it on and Google. You know uh, it's hard to find. I've created shortcuts because, and, and they just changed it um, probably like March of 2020. Oh boy. And you know, it's just going back that whole, I've never heard like your side of a transaction, but it's, and it's weird because like we spoke about um, in our pre-interview, I was on maternity leave. Mm. during that time. So I didn't, you, it would be natural that you talk to Greg and he said exactly what I would have said. And you call over there and it's sitting on their desk because that's how it works. And getting the, the borrower, the, the VA does, the VA doesn't want to hear from me. They don't want to hear from you, but the veteran that will receive the benefit, that's the person that can push it along. And I always feel a little bad about asking them to nudge it because I, I take on a lot of responsibility for this being my, you know, you've hired me to do this. Mm -hmm. So I want to do everything, but I can't, I'm not receiving the benefit. The VA really doesn't care about me. They do care about the borrower, the buyer, the veteran. So, but that that's funny and it's totally normal. It's just sitting on somebody's desk, like in a pile and they haven't yeah. even looked at it, but it makes sense. You know what they did? They felt bad. So they got it approved right away. Yeah, and exactly. it, What's interesting too, from that point, which was in the end of 2019 to March of 2020, which is um, when COVID kind of hit and everything, they created a new um, process and new electronic upload system. Mm. So now we electronically upload directly into the VA's um, backend and mm. everything is a lot smoother. We, can, we type in the actual name of the condo, which is part of the problem when you you can't, you couldn't find the VA list, but if you found it, everything's spelled wrong. It's terrible. Like it, cause it's, it's input by these people that I, I, in, in a lot of them, like 30 years ago, they just, they didn't, sometimes they didn't pay attention to it. They didn't foresee what was going to happen and it was going mm. to be so important. So for example, the watermark that you got approved has an E on the end of it. It's a fancy watermark. Um, yeah. 
10 years ago or somebody who really didn't pay attention could have put it in without the E, you'll never find it. The city of Huntington Beach, half of the approvals are under Huntington Beach, but the word beach doesn't have an H on it. So if you search the city Huntington Beach, you're going to only get half of them. Rancho Santa Margarita is the same thing. There's Rancho Santa Ma, there's Rancho Santa Marg, there's Rancho ST Margarita. It's, and, and it's unfortunate and people don't understand like somebody is trying to purchase a home. Yeah. Like it's so important. It's like one of the biggest things you go through as a human is purchasing like your biggest asset. And because somebody input the name wrong, that person can't use a loan that they are entitled to because they served our country. Like it's mm-hmm. bananas, but that's, um, that's part of it. But yeah, the website is hard to find. And the amount of misinformation that's out there is staggering. And it's, you had a, lo- a lender who was doing a VA loan send you to the FHA site Yes, like, 2019, hmm. 10 years after the reciprocity agreement ended. And it, and unfortunately, I think it just comes to education and getting the word out and educating. I try to educate community managers. That's kind of my world and where I came mm. from. So those are my people. I know what they need to be successful and they need easy information. They need bullet points. They don't need to fly the plane. They need to get on the plane. So that's what I try to do to educate them where lenders and realtors there's um, and us being nationwide. I need to figure out how to educate them. Hmm. And you're doing a great job by having these podcasts. Just this being on the internet will help somebody get, get a VA loan through. I, I guarantee it. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm like, there was, I couldn't find any information whatsoever. I just took a gamble. I would think it was like 11 p.m. at night to an exhausting, disappointing day and just uh, hearing the, the, the major concerns and just about anxiety attack that my buyer was having and the lender blaming me for following their instructions. Um, it's like, well, I, like, like I, I said during the pre-interview I, where I, I, the transaction almost killed me, I dragged everybody in that transaction. Everybody. Uh, it, it was a mess. I don't want to dive into that one because that's my PTSD, but that one prepared me for something like this. It's like, look, anything that could go wrong, will go wrong. And we're dealing with the government here. So odds are something's going to happen. I'm ready for whatever curveball they're going to throw at me. And I'm like, just got to be a way to get this thing approved. And I'm so happy to, to have experienced that. So this is in a way also a review for y'all. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy about that. But I think what resonated with me the most was um, the fact that I discovered your company because of the VA needs. And um, there was a, a veteran that I ran into senior um, must've been in his eighties. I don't like the way he was treated at a, at a, a mobile store, um, don't know if I should name drop them. It was here in Orange County. And he was just wanting to look to pay his bill. And he was used to the kiosk being there so he could pay it. And I was, I've been studying in line waiting forever. I'm like, I don't mind letting him get ahead of me. But you know, even the manager there just uh, said, oh yeah, we don't have those kiosks here anymore. So like, well, like, can't you process it for him? Is that, oh no, we're not one of those AT&Ts anymore. It's like a third party uh, AT&T. Oh, I just name dropped them. Well, I don't like AT&T either. So, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, they told him, oh yeah, go drive, uh, go, go find another one. He's like, but they don't give him any direction. And so I came over to, uh, to, to, to the senior gentleman. I told him, hey, look, um, there, there is an AT&T, an actual one. And you can go, uh, it's just a few blocks down the same street that you're on and you should be able to find it uh, there to your right-hand side. 
uh, if there's any issues, by all means, please, uh, here's my car. I don't know what else I could do for, um, for you, but if, if I can assist you in any way, I can. And he saw my card and it's like, oh, you're a realtor. So like, yeah, do you work with uh, VA um, with VA buyers? It's like, I do now because I just closed on, on this one with you. And it's like, like I'm going to pass the word along to my community. I'm like, well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. And thank you for your service to our country. Uh, it's Memorial Day uh, season as a call, not just day. And uh, when I'm, as I'm recording this, I actually have uh, another interview lined up that to me, it means a lot uh, uh, to, to get someone on, uh, on the program that is doing so much for uh, what I call the forgotten. And um, I'll tell you a little more details about that after we're, we're wrapped on this. I don't want to dive into those details in case something comes up and have a delay it. So uh, it means a lot to me. And, and, uh, I'm grateful for companies like yours that are out there that are able to provide uh, some kind of assistance in some way, somehow to help those uh, that's basically fought for our ability to do what we do. Because uh, a lot in, in the, the transaction side of things, you'll find a lot of these deals for those of us that can see the MLS, no VA buyers. Mm-hmm. But it's approved for VA. They don't want to go through it. Oh, oh, I I get it every day. I get a phone call from people that are like, um, and it's, I get these emails because the VA system is terrible. The, the, the website is is awful. You can't search by address. You have to Mm. search by association name or by city. And then the address will be, it's hard to find. So you can't, you can't search for active listings from VA approved condos. That's mm-hmm. just not, it's not possible. And it's, it's really hard then as a VA buyer to go into the condo world to try and buy something. So I see every day the effect it has on just the average buyer, the consumer that can't use the loan product that they want to use because it's looking for that home is impossible to find. And you've got on the MLS, no VA buyers. And you want to say, why not? Like it, why not? Oh, you didn't want to go through the paperwork. Yeah. Like that's crazy to me that it, this is not, um, it's not something trivial. You just didn't want to do that extra effort to now from here on out, allow veterans to use loans in your community that they deserve. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. It's, so. it's crazy. It's sad. And we got, we got to turn that around, especially since my, uh, my local and state associations are saying they want to change the conversation about what is called fair housing and equity. Um, I noticed that on their entire list, they didn't mention our particular group that we're talking about right now, veterans. So yes, I'm calling out my associations about that. It's like you guys got to give attention to them too, uh, not just um, prioritize a, a bunch of other uh, communities that uh, are also harmed. But what about our veterans? They should be first in line, for, uh, in my opinion. But uh, yeah. Um, well, well, the thing that's interesting about that is you've got the entire state of California talking about the affordable housing crisis, right? Like they mm-hmm. were, we're in the middle of a housing crisis. Nobody's talking about, and, and VA and FHA loans are the most affordable mortgages out there. Yet instead of taking existing housing stock, meaning condominiums that aren't approved for these types of affordable loans to make the average person and the average, you know, be able to purchase these, we're creating all kinds of different programs to benefit investors, uh, increasing rentals, um, let lot dividing, let's split up all the single family lots into two units so then we can create and, you know, give investors 
there's the opportunity to rent out one unit. Why don't we create, why don't we take these large condo associations, get them certified for FHA and VA loans to, for people to use affordable mortgages? No, the conversation is not there. It's not mm. important to anybody. The conversation isn't happening. It's, it's, um, and it's a shame. Yeah. And it's one that should be had because uh, you hit the nose around the head. Um, uh, I, it was, I had thought about addressing that eventually um, when I make it fit into the schedule, but uh, I'm glad you brought that up because people need to know. Like in the case of my VA buyer who was coming in was was zero down, but I told them it's like, look, if you're able to come in with just a little bit of skin in the game, we're gonna get sellers to be serious about this because they think that only the sellers are putting up everything, and then the the VA buyer isn't putting anything. And and my buyer was game; he understood what, exactly what I was talking about because he, he's a numbers guy. He understands, and sure enough, he did come in with skin in the game. But um, like you said, that is one of the way we can approach these, and uh, and I hope people are listening to that part um, overall to to help those uh, definitely in need, uh, particularly when you look at um, what makes up a lot of our homeless happen to be veterans. And that's just uh, inexcusable. Uh, meanwhile, they're like, well, we got to focus on, on rent control. Rent control, an experiment has been around for at least three to four decades that have resulted in higher prices and more homelessness. The very thing is that it wanted to eliminate, obviously, isn't working. We don't need more of it. That's a definition of insanity to keep trying the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. <laughs> so, yeah, that's been quite something. Uh, but, Natalie, I want to thank you for your time. As we wrap here, um, where can people learn more about your company and um, how they can get in touch with you? Jump on over to FAJReview.com. And all, we put a ton of information about the process on there. We've got a web form. You can enter all of your information right there. Or you can email me directly at Natalie at FAJReview.com. Give me a phone call, 714-536-6500. Yeah, and so, I answer the phone still. Answer <laughs> the phone still. I can't let it go. So it, I answer the phone most of the time. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand about the difference between a, a, a small business versus, um, I guess, a, a corporate structure, like a major corporate structure that uh, uh, you, you get that human contact. Um, not uh, maybe a call center, not even here, or not even the same hemisphere, the <laughs> side of the hemisphere, you know, so that, that's huge. So, so thank you for that. And for anyone asking, you didn't catch that, for those of you listening on the podcast or watching on whatever platform um, um, the show, it's available at the show notes, accompany this episode at www.theindustrygovia.com. Natalie Stewart from HVFHA Review. Thank you so much for joining me on The Undersegovia Show. Of course. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Andre Segovia Show. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to stay in the know. If you want a question featured on the program or you never know, it could be an episode all on its own, you can message me at any of the social media links available at my website, www.theandresegovia.com. Also available there are all the directories where you can find my show. Remember to also follow me on YouTube and Instagram where other exclusive content resides. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the program. I'll see you on the next one.